This is Amy Bauman, and you are listening to Speaking Truth with Love. For more information about myself or For His Glory Ministry, you can head to amybauman.com. Now here is today's show. Good morning and welcome to The Chair. My name is Amy Bauman. I'm with For His Glory Ministry, and this is our weekly teaching. We come together each week figure out what chair we're sitting in, look at God's word, apply it to our lives, hopefully becoming more like Jesus, uh, more encouraged, and to help us on our journey. So thank you so much for being here today and for joining us. And if this is your first time joining us, just a very special welcome to you. I'm so glad that you found us online. We have started a new series for the month of February looking at love. I shared with you last week that when I had asked the Lord what we were going to talk about this month, he gave me this acronym, LOVE, L-O-V-E, but with a twist. We are looking at the names of God so that we can have a better understanding of who he is and how much he loves us. So lots to share with you today. And I also want to share with you before we get started a video on on what this looks like and uh, how we can reflect God's love when we know who he is when we know his character and when he lives in us so I'm going to open us up with prayer and then we will watch a video and get started Father God I just thank you for today I thank you for this opportunity that we can come together and look at who you are, look at your many characters, your many names, unpack what that is, Lord, so that we can have a fuller vision, a fuller image of your love, and in turn, we can love ourselves and we can love other people. So help us today, Lord. Holy Spirit, we invite you into this time to do a new work in us. Open up our hearts and our ears for what it is that you have for us today. And I pray for a fresh anointing that I may speak your truth with love. We love you and praise you and ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's take a look at the video. God is love. So what does that mean for us? It means that every time we show love to those around us, We're reflecting who God is. When we're patient with our family and friends, when we're kind to a stranger, we reflect God's love. It's not about jealousy, but contentment. It's not about arrogance, but humility. When we abandon our resentfulness toward one another, we reflect God's love. speak out on injustice and rejoice in the truth, we reflect God's love. When no matter what happens, we continue to hope and trust in God. When we endure through the trials of every relationship and yet still hold tight to love, we are reflecting God to those around us, reflecting His always trusting, always hoping, Ending love. 
I loved that video uh, for a couple reasons. One is you could actively visually see the love that was being extended to all those different people. And I think that was one of the reasons why I loved what God did for us so much. He didn't just send a memo telling us how to live out our lives and how to love other people. He actually sent his son to show us, right? We see Jesus living in this world, loving other people, interacting with other people. And they didn't always agree with him. They didn't always like him or even love him, but he showed us how to love everyone. And we can do that, uh, not in our own strength, but because of Jesus in us. And, and I love that about him. And I love that he makes that easier for us to be able to love other people because he helps us each step of the way. So last week we looked at the letter L in that acronym of love and we looked at the Lamb of God. Now that was easier for us to understand that name, Lamb, because we've seen a lamb, uh, because we've seen that baby sheep. We've seen that imagery of this innocence and purity of a baby lamb. And we've also seen and read about sacrifices. And we know, you know, the, the sacrifice that Jesus made for all of us dying on the cross. So I believe that that letter L for lamb was easier for us to understand and to visualize. But this week, this week it's going to be a little bit more challenging as we're focusing on the letter O. It's going to stretch us a little bit. I know that it does for me because it's hard to grasp what we're going to be looking at this week with God's name, Omega. The, this, we see clearly laid out in this, this key scripture where we read about this in Revelations 22:13. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Now, the author Tertullian clarified why God used this specific wording. Just as Alpha rolls on to Omega and Omega returns again to Alpha, so he might show that both the evolution of the beginning to the end is in him and again their return to the end of, to the, end of the beginning. It's not just uh, beginning and end, it's this, this cycle. It's this unending cycle. He's the beginning and the end and everything in between, which means he's unending. And, and this, I believe, is why it's challenging for us to, to understand because everything that we experience in this world has a beginning and an end. So Alpha, which is another name for God, is the first letter of the Greek alphabet and is defined as something that is first. It is often used figuratively to describe superiority or a dominance. And then omega 
is the 24th and last Greek letter. And, and put in another way, it means the final part, the end. So in Revelation, God is using both of these words literally as names for himself. Alpha and Omega. Beginning and end. And here is a, another way to look at it and try to describe it for us. So I'm a very visual person. And when I read books, you know, of course, I love to open that first the, the page, read the beginning, get caught into the story. And then I love turning, you know, the last page of the book and reading the ending and seeing how the author brought everything together. And, and I, when I am writing my own books, it's very important for me to grab the, the reader's attention and to carry it all the way through so that it makes sense so that they can read that last page and go, okay, that's why she said that in the beginning. Uh, that's why she used those words. That's the story that she painted for me. And there's always a beginning and an ending, right? You, you eventually close the book, it's done, and then that's the end of that book. But what God is, is he's an unending ending, right? He never ends. He keeps going. And what does it mean to be a part of an unending ending? Well, I, I did a little research and C.S. Lewis, Lewis, who wrote the Chronicles of Narnia and, and many other books, he's was an amazing man. He gives us a little peek into this idea as he concludes the last of the Chronicles of Narnia um, books. And for us, this is the end of all the stories. And we can say, most truly, say that they all lived happily ever after, all the characters. But for them, it was only the beginning of the real story. All their life in this world and all their adventures in Narnia had only been the cover and the title page. Now at last, they were beginning chapter one of the great story which no one on earth has read, which goes on forever, in which every chapter is better than the one before. So if you read the Chronicles of Narnia, you'll see there's countless stories of their adventures and everything that they did and the White Witch and all of that. And what he's saying here is that how God's story keeps going is everything that you read and experienced was just the cover and the first page. And there's so much more that is happening now and is going to keep going. And my friends, this is us. This is how it is with God. Forever, when God is the beginning and the end and everything in between, our story is unending. And I know that that is really hard to grasp because for all of us, there's always a beginning and an end. There's always something that starts and that it concludes. My mom always says um, when we schedule dates for her to come and, and visit with us and stay with us, she tries not to get too excited because she said it comes and goes so fast. 
all the planning and all the prepping and me driving up there and picking her up and driving back and the adventures that we have while she's here. And before you know it, it's over and I'm taking her back home. And so she says, oh, I'm excited, but I'm trying not to get too excited because it's gonna come and go so quickly. Such is life. But what God is saying in this Omega is that he is unending. And also makes us look to our lives and say, okay, Eventually, all of this in this world will come to an end. How do I want it to end? Do I want to choose Jesus who offers me everlasting life and this beautiful, unending story and live with him forever and eternity? Or am I going to choose another ending? I used to love reading those alternate ending books when I was growing up. You know, you'd read it and then there was uh, another ending and another ending. Different ways that they ended out. The characters went in different directions or something tragic happened or something amazing happened. We really only have two choices, right? Two choices on how our stories are going to end. But God promises us that we can continue with him when we choose him. But you, Lord, are a compassionate God, merciful and patient, with unending gracious love and faithfulness. Psalm 86, 15. But has now been made clear by the revelation of our Savior Christ Jesus, who puts an end to death and made life unending come to light through the good news. 2 Timothy 1.10 Maybe where you're sitting today, you are feeling the end of things. Maybe you have come to the end of your parent-child relationship and your kids are going off to college or maybe they're getting married and moving out of your home and you're grieving the end of that relationship. Maybe where you're sitting today, you are at the end of your relationship or your marriage. No matter uh, what you've tried, it's just not working and you're both calling it quits. And today you are mourning the end of that relationship. Maybe you have lost someone that you love and you are mourning the end of their life here on earth. And you are missing them and missing who they were and the love that they brought into your life. And that ending, you are grieving today. Maybe where you're sitting, you are coming to the end of your life and you are closer to the end than you are to the beginning. And you are feeling uh, that loss. Maybe some of the choices that you've made, maybe some of the things that you have chosen have brought you to this particular 
ending. And today you are feeling that. You are experiencing that ending. Whatever you are struggling with today, let me introduce you to an unending God. His mercies are new each morning. His love has no end. And we're reminded in Luke 1, 32 and 33. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. We look at the world today, the shape of the world, and we're seeing things end all the time. Cities, families, communities, relationships, lives, there is always an end. So it is hard for us today to visualize and fathom something that is unending. But my friends, I want to encourage you today. I don't know what chair you're sitting in. I don't know how you're viewing your situations, but I want to remind you that God is unending. He is the beginning and the end and everything in between. He is the alpha and the omega. Lean into him today. Trust in his love. Let him remind you that your story is unending. Let him write your story so that each chapter is better than the one before. Let him work and move in your life in a way that everything that's happened so far, you haven't even turned the first page. You are looking at an eternity in heaven with Jesus, the great I am, the Alpha and the Omega. Be reminded today that your story is not over and that we serve a God without end. Amen. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you. I thank you for your truth. I thank you for who you are and the many facets. Wherever you turn, we can circle around you and continue to say, holy, 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 because there's some new revelation every turn. There's some new revelation that's revealed to us every single day. And today, I am grateful for this revelation of knowing that you are a God without end. Your love is without end. Your mercy is without end. And our story, when we choose you, is without end. So I just pray that you be with each person today watching, each person today listening, that they will be encouraged and strengthened and that they, Lord, will allow you to write their story so that it will be without end. We love you and praise you and thank you. And ask all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen.
I just want to encourage you uh, that there's lots of ways for you to stay connected with For His Glory Ministry over the course of the week. On Sundays uh, at 10 a.m., both on Facebook and on YouTube, our live sermon airs at 10 a.m. It's called Truth in the Streets. You can join our body of believers from all over the world and have an online service. On Tuesdays, we have the chair each week, our weekly teaching. On Wednesdays, we come together for an online Bible study where we dive deeper into the Bible. And every day, you can uh, join us starting at 6 a.m. for our very first devotional that airs. It's uh, on Facebook, and it's just an encouraging way throughout the day to stay centered and focused on Jesus. We've also started a new recovery group. It's a private Facebook group on Facebook that if you're looking for recovery resources, encouragement, uh, counseling, whatever you're looking for, um, meetings, faith-based meetings, not only in Michigan, but all over the United States, you can join that private group and stay uh, up to date with all of the resources that you need while you are on your recovery journey. And if you're not on social media that much anymore and you're just looking for something on your phone, you can download our free ministry app, which connects you to all of those things. And it's just on your phone is only a click away. So lots of resources, lots of ways for you to stay connected with For His Glory as you are on your own journey to become more like Jesus. So thanks so much for being here today and for joining us. And until next time, until we can be together again. Be blessed. Thanks so much for joining me today. Stay tuned for more Tuesday teachings, Sunday sermons, and encouraging messages along the way. And until next time, be blessed.